This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today, we're going to talk about new changes that Snapchat has made to its platform, as well as the overall battle in stories between Instagram and Snapchat. They've been fighting it out for a while, but in this past couple weeks, Instagram's introduced a lot of new features as well as Snapchat, so right now is a good time to talk about it. They're both fighting for the ability to present platforms to the younger audiences such as the millennials and we have very high standards. We need something that's going to be stimulating, provides us lots of tools in order to tell our story because this is how stories are being communicated now. We're not limited to simple text interfaces. We now have the ability to share and communicate stories via videos, via filters, via additional text on screen and the tools that Snapchat and Instagram provide for us in order to augment and tell those stories are very important, especially as these platforms develop. So let's get into it. January 23rd, 2018, you can share stories outside of Snapchat. Only official stories, search stories, and then our stories have the ability to be shared. So those are three different categories of stories that you're able to share and if you do you get a link that anybody can actually view that story regardless of the platform that they're on if they click the link it'll direct them over to snapchat.com where they're presented with the video on mobile web tablet any device style you're not limited to the devices that have the app installed even if you don't have the app installed you select that link and then you're taken to be able to see the snapchat video this is to be able to demonstrate to those not on the platform what snapchat is able to do Although we're currently able to download and send videos out, we can't share any videos within the Snapchat app to anybody not currently on the platform. So this is beginning to roll out a new ability for people to be able to share content within the Snapchat platform, even if other people don't have the Snapchat app. I think this is great for allowing additional users and for trying to increase their user base. It links out for, for our stories and the links still expire just like on Snapchat. So. The, the base concept around Snapchat is that all of the content that you view is temporary. So everything that you select is available only while you're watching it and then is deleted forever. The stories expanded this to make it so that all content is viewable and loopable for up to 24 hours. So that kind of blew the old model apart where it was a single time view. You were now able to view it unlimited amounts of times just for a limited amount, limited time period for that 24 hours. Now with the sharing of links for, for our stories, which are accumulations of or compilations of stories from different users in areas or at specific events those links will expire after 30 days so they're increasing this time period from right now the longest existing story is 24 hours and they're increasing that for these uh, sent out links for 30 days now these are different because they are calm compilations of other people's stories so each different abstraction of stories it was original user to user, so one to one connections. This one to one relation only has a one time viewability. Now, the one to end relationship between the artist who creates the content and his, all of his viewers, his close single circle, that time period of allowing it to, to stay active is 24 hours. And now, for these external links, the the lifespan of the link is 30 days. Now, that is a end to end relationship, end content creators to end viewers seems like for each map relationship they're creating a different time period or a different lifespan in which the content is able to stay alive and still be viewed not entirely sure what the difference is yet but i do appreciate and respect the fact that they're treating different groups of the audience based off of these relationships differently they expect to expand the feature to allow more and more feet uh, stories to be shared outside of the app but for now this is how they're rolling out the initial feature
Instagram, um, you can already share outside of the app, unless your story is privately, uh, if, if your profile is private, you can't share externally, but with Instagram, you can externally link your content, I believe. Unless it's the same process where you gotta download it. Let me check real quick. Alright, that is an error on my part. When you go into your stories on Instagram, you are able to send directly. So you can take something that's on your story and send it directly to someone. But the ability to share externally is not possible for Instagram stories either. So Snapchat is the first live platform to add the ability to share stories. So whether or not this is going to be a feature that Instagram picks up in the fight has yet to be determined. Because in this battle, Instagram and Snapchat seem to be replicating each other's features. And each one, when a new feature is created, the other one develops it to, to match it with most of the features. There are some specific features that it seems like as the battle continues to develop that lie explicitly on Instagram versus explicitly on Snapchat, depending on the feature and its use case. Some features make sense in a public platform like that that like Instagram is based around where Snapchat is based more on privacy and closeness of relationships so you get different features that naturally and natively want to develop on those platforms January 25th 2018 there is no more white border in the past snaps that were posted from Kim Rule got a white border so that older photos and videos were treated as second-class citizens. This feature upset the hell out of me. This is one of the reasons that decided where I would post content. For people who produce content that goes on both Snapchat and Instagram stories, having the white border makes it so that there is more friction and less of a reason to post to Snapchat. Because on Instagram, you're able to share any content regardless of what platform it comes from. But on Snapchat, adding that extra white border made it so that, your one, your picture was shrunk, so it's less likely that if you have any text or other specific small details on it that your viewers are going to be able to see it but treating that content differently just adds some sort of barrier in my mind that makes it so that the content seems less valuable and really does treat it like a second-class citizen so January 25th they did away with it so that now images are just you can share them and when you do they're marked so if it's from your camera roll, in the top it'll say from camera roll, and if it's from memories, it'll be tagged as from memories, and otherwise it'll just say from you. But that's their delineation now, so rather than having the white border, they're just marking it from camera roll or from memories, and that's how they're going to mark it. So let's talk about what they're doing now. So Instagram, when you try to share a photo, um, you can, but sometimes it'll be cropped, especially if it's an image that it was taken horizontally, I've seen that oftentimes it'll get cropped. But with Snapchat, all horizontal pictures currently get rotated and there's no real image editing feature with the, the ability to rotate an image. So uh, anytime that I've tried to share something that was taken horizontally, it gets messed up pretty, pretty well. Snapchat needs to fix this because the rotation really screws up images and makes it so that there's a lot of work that needs to be done outside of the Snapchat app in order to correctly post a snap a horizontally taken snap photo and if you try to draw on them right now this could be Android specific but at least on my personal device when I draw on a horizontal picture and post it uh, because all drawings are done with the photo displayed in portrait and the, the the horizontal pictures are squished when snapchat takes the photo and rotates it and displays it horizontally it does some really weird buggy stuff with your text and other drawings that you put on your snapchat photo or video and it'll often distort it or stretch it or just move it in different parts of the photo which 
is not what I wanted, Snapchat. I hope this feature gets fixed, but I really am appreciative and glad that they got rid of the white border, because that seemed just... That didn't seem very intelligent to me. It didn't seem like it served much of a purpose. While I do understand that Snapchat wants to promote the content that is made nat natively in-app, the main purpose is telling a story, and no person's story is contained to a platform. You need to make it you need to make it easier to send your story off of the platform, so that way your story can be shared outward, as well as including other content, so that your story can be a true representation of the story that it is you want to tell. It's great that pl platforms like Instagram are introducing this Giphy feature that allows you to, on still photos or videos, insert GIFs, which are um, short videos that that loop. The ability to attach a GIF onto an Instagram story, which was added this past week, was awesome. It improves the ability for people to tell stories in a very easy way. Snapchat this week also, there w I didn't find any article releases on this, but this was released just a couple days ago. Snapchat matched Instagram's ability to add multiple fields of text, and I'll add on an additional segment at the end of this where I'll talk about my opinions on this and my curiosities as to why this isn't being talked about in the news. As for the white borders, I'm glad it's done away with and I hope they never turn back. On February 1st, 2018, Snapchat rolled out its Snap Store. This is a store where you can buy Snapchat merchandise, and the stated purpose of the Snapchat Store is to provide gear for fans and to promote brand loyalty. In a discussion with The Verge, they said this is not an attempt to recoup losses of Snapchat profit because Snapchat is currently not a profitable business. The purpose is to instead provide gear to try to keep their users engaged and to keep them loving the snapchat brand the past snapchat has sold individually towels and backpacks and hot dog costumes as well as their spectacles but the store which is accessed from the discover tab or some of the ads that they have placed throughout their platform you can buy things such as a plush hot dog which mimics the little ar hot the augmented reality hot dog that they have as a filter inside of the Inside of the app, you can buy that plush hot dog for $19.99. They also have a street cat with a flame for $29.99. And then Bring Back BFF's Bring Back Best Friends sweatshirt is $49.99. It actually seems like all these products are relatively decent priced. You know, I would expect to pay $20 for a plush animal, and I would expect to pay $30 for a hat. These not incredibly high prices to try to get clothing and get merchandise into the hands of the people who are using the platform. The original release date, as stated from internal emails at Snapchat, was supposed to be October 21st, which means that it's taken them approximately three extra months to release the Snap Store than what they were originally anticipated. But the fact is they got it out, and the concept behind the store is weird. So items will disappear without warning from the Snap Store, similar to how images will disappear after you first view them. Images or Products on the Snap Store are able to disappear, come back onto the store, and switch out constantly to try to maintain this this need or this real-time feel or the feeling of exclusivity from owning a product, or also a continuous diversity of products and a continuous updating of the store. This could create a great opportunity to try dabbling in different ways of selling products, having a high variability of products and testing out different supply chain methods of distribution for those products. And then, in addition to that, changing and having high variability and high customability onto their products based off of statistics that they're able to garner on a weekly basis from the data of the Snapchat store. They could then make new decisions that inform their decisions on what to put in the store based off of what people liked in the past 
or continue to iterate and innovate to try to create new products based off of the trends that they observe that users enjoyed in the past. The Snap Store seems like a great addition to the Snapchat platform, and the next wave of products is expected to be released on February 8th, so in just a couple days. And once that happens, we'll get to see how they decide to change. Because each change is a pivot or an iteration, a chance for Snapchat to make a difference in what they have on their store. They could make it even faster if people want to... Yeah, they, even changing the time period is another variable that they could access and, and play with. If people really it, like the store and they enjoy the concept of having limited time frames to purchase items, they could have some items change every single day while some items are more long-standing in the store. And they could also change the, the content in different ways. You can really access and use this data in a lot of different ways. So I'm excited to see how Snapchat builds this out and to see if they're actually able to get their merchandise into a larger audience. Me being on a college campus, I should be able to see a lot of the this gear and this merchandise out on the people who are using the platform and the people that I see on a daily basis. Instagram doesn't have this yet. I wonder if Instagram's going to work it in. But I'll be reporting... If, uh, if I start seeing college kids wearing it at around campus. Let's get into the next feature.